Oh, <laughs> my bad. What's up, guys? Just woke up from the Super Bowl. Dad joke to start the show. And this is the Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, as always. And welcome to the best 20 to 60 minutes of your life, 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 life. Obviously, the Super Bowl was boring, so we're not going to talk about that. There's not much to talk about. The Patriots are better than everybody. Tom Brady's probably the best quarterback ever. Bill Belichick is the best football coach ever. A lot of people are calling him the best coach in all of sports ever. You know, all these hot takes. And, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to dispute, man. Six rings, uh, good for them. Terrible game, you know. I mean, it's a close game, but it wasn't even exciting. Uh, Rams just couldn't figure it out. It is what it is. Halftime show was okay. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, you know, Adam Levine took his shirt off. A lot of people like that. It was kind of whatever to me. Great. Super tatted up. I did see a funny meme, by the way, and they were all running around with Adam Levine uh, basically in a as a video game character. And it was like in Grand Theft Auto when you purchase different tattoos. And it was essentially saying how much each one costs, like California tattoo, $300, bird tattoo, below belly button, $200. So that was pretty funny. And then everybody, of course, everybody saw the meme or the, I guess, the uh, text that everybody had where it said the score, Patriots 13, um, Rams 3, and then Maroon 5. Great. It was hilarious. Uh, But I don't want to talk too much about that. I want to talk about the nuances of Super Bowl parties, get into some jokes about that and conclusions about Super Bowl Sunday. Obviously got to talk about the NBA trade deadline. Anthony Davis still hasn't moved. Sounds like Lakers basically uh, were trying to give as much as they could, but Pelicans want everything short of the statues in front of the Staples Center. So I don't know if that deal is going to get done. We'll talk about that a little bit more. We'll also talk about how the Knicks trade is giving more rumblings to Kevin Durant leaving. And then we're going to talk about when you go to a restaurant and something is just not the same, but you can't put your finger on it. When you have a favorite restaurant, then you go and you have all these expectations and they don't fulfill it, but you just don't really know how to say what they didn't fulfill. That happened to me over the weekend. And then my guilty pleasure that I told you all I would be talking about in the coming weeks, the newest recap of my favorite show, Temptation Island on USA. If you don't watch it, you got to. Okay, so to start here about the Super Bowl, I got a list, man. And, you know, I always have a list. Oh, not to mention, we're going to end with the newest edition of the Tinder Tales, and this week's Tinder Tales is starring friend and co-worker Megan. So that'll be funny to end the show. Um, I'm sure everybody will get a kick out of that story. But back to my list. So I made a list. I have a list. I have conclusions. I have a lot of things going in my mind. So this first list, is things that you'll hear at Super Bowl parties. Ten things to be exact. Number one. You know, the day after the Super Bowl party should be a holiday, man. It's just un-American. Thanks, man. You know, thanks. Never heard that one before. Number two. You look at the food on the table. Somebody always thinks, hey, this spread is amazing. 
Who brought this stuff? This spread is amazing. The spread's always amazing. It's never lackluster. Like, it could be onion dip, paste salsa, and the queso, like the Tostitos queso. This spread is amazing. Number three. So is anyone trying to do shots or there's always that guy, right, that's like trying to go a little too hard and either took the day off or just doesn't care. Sidebar, that guy was me this Sunday. So, you know, there's that. So I made sure there was that guy and I made sure that was something you heard at the Super Bowl party because it was me. I bought a bullet and we drank it. Number four, I'm actually not from New England but my family is from the area. Then I ask, oh, where? They're like, Virginia. I'm doing the geography in my head like, is that actually that close? Number five, dude, you have to try my girl's guacamole. It's the best guacamole you'll ever have. And I'm starting to get confused with guacamole. Like, is it actually harder to make bad guacamole or really good guacamole? Because I feel like it's guacamole as a whole, It's just not that tough to do. But everyone swears like theirs is the best. It's like there's about four ingredients. Like how how are we even measuring this? I don't understand. Number six, how old is Tom Brady? He is like so cute. There's always that girl who's like never watched football before, you know, or only watches on the Super Bowl and just can't remember. It's like how old is he? Oh, is he the one with Giselle? Oh. Number seven, this halftime show is nothing compared to Beyonce. It's like, we know, but there's only one Beyonce and she can't do it every single year. So I get it, but what do you want us to do? Number eight, I think that commercial was political. I just, it just had that feeling, that undertone that it was political. I'm like, well, it was the two M&Ms just talking about letting a new Eminem in, I'm not really sure. Yeah, but if you really think about it, that's the two parties, and they don't want to let anybody else in. I'm like, uh, not sure. Where's the bullet? (laughs) Number nine. Dude, I would love to get hammered, but I got an early meeting tomorrow morning, and, you know, I just, I have to present, and I cannot be hungover. There's always that guy that, like, either couldn't, get the next day off or has a really early morning meeting and they have it every year it's like look if you don't want to drink just tell me just tell me i don't care i'm not going to judge you but how do you have this meeting every single day and number 10 hey who made this buffalo chicken dip it's amazing there's always one person that's never had buffalo chicken dip before and it just rocks their world granted i was that person a couple years ago when i didn't when I hadn't ever had buffalo chicken dip before. I'm like, what is this? Who's been holding out on us? This is crazy. So those are my 10 things that you will always hear at a Super Bowl party. And I also have conclusions. I have conclusions after the Super Bowl and Super Bowl Sunday. You know, because everybody just feels cheated after that. You want a good game. Sure, the Patriots were in it the last two years too. But at least it was a good game. You know, both were good games. Even when they lost last year with the Eagles, it was a good game. And when they came back about against the Falcons, even though it upset a lot of people, it was a good game. This game was awful. So I've come to to some conclusions. First conclusion, the Patriots are just better than everyone. They are. And they will be 
until Belichick and Tom break apart. And then we'll finally see, because I my guess would be Belichick will be there past Tom. Did they help each other? Was it more Belichick? Was it more Tom? We're going to find all this stuff out fairly soon. I mean, Tom wants to play till what, like 65 or something ridiculous? No, I'm kidding. Really, he said, I believe, 45. But we're going to have to see because right now they're just – they're unbeatable. You know, I, I do not bet against them. My second conclusion, old people's Super Bowl parties are better than young people's Super Bowl parties. You know, my dad has a friend that he goes to every year. And I typically go, but I like to switch it up. And every year that I go to the younger party, it's just not as lit. Like, and I mean, like, drinking wise, you know, things like that. Like I, I, like I said, I got to the Super Bowl party on Sunday. I was the only one that brought hard alcohol. The only one. It was kind of sad, you know? I'm like, and there was nobody there over 30. I'm like, this is crazy, man. Like, this is Super Bowl Sunday. I don't really care about the game that much. It's just an excuse to get hammered. But I don't know. Maybe what it is is, you know, when you are in your 20s, there are more Sundays spent drinking, you know, than when you're older, 50s and 60s. Um, the Super Bowl is a really good excuse to do that because you might not get the same amount of opportunities. So that's what I'm assuming. That's what I'm guessing. Um, also, once you're a little older, you're very established. Most people are very established in their jobs. They can show up hungover the next day and nobody's really going to care. Maybe the younger you are, you're still trying to make a good impression and you know that people probably expect you to be hungover. So it's an opportunity to, you know, be on top of your stuff. But I'm like, look, I can personally, I can do both. I can rally, you know, I like me being hungover doesn't necessarily affect me at work. It's like you all have office jobs, right? Like it's not like you're going out into the field or something and you're going to be very active. You know, it's like, come on, be hungover with me. Like it's not that big of a deal. So that's my second conclusion. And my third, most Super Bowl parties are just going to turn into buffalo chicken dip or guacamole cook-offs, right? Like, I mean, they're just the easiest options to make you not look lazy like I did, right? Like you bring buffalo chicken dip or guacamole. It's like, yeah, I made something. You know, it wasn't that hard to make, but I made it, right? Then you got me coming in with like the first bag I could find at the liquor store of Tostitos and like a paste salsa. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not the best look, but for me, I'm like, look, I also bought this bottle of Bullet and I thought we were going to be drinking that. Now I didn't bring a big one. Because I figured other people would have it. Turns out nobody did. We took one shot and the bottle was gone, right? Like, I think that what I feel is that it's almost like we're in this in-between age, right? Of being right before 30. A lot of our friends are already starting to settle down. Um, but we're not 30 yet. You know, there's like this group where it's like, well, I don't want to be that person that is trying to act like I'm still young because we're not 21, 22 anymore. We're done with college. I just don't care. I'm like, look, I am young, right? Like we're only going to get older and this is Super Bowl. But because everybody, once I said, who wants a shot? 
damn near everybody raised their hand. So it wasn't like they weren't trying to get lit. I just, they don't want that perception of being that person that I just talked about earlier in my top 10 list of like who wants to take shots but I'll take I'll fall on that sword I will fall on that sword every time now I'm a little annoyed because I only got about a shot and a half because I had to share with everybody you know but I also brought chips and paste salsa so what goes around comes around so those are some of my conclusions from the Super Bowl you know look I know it's gonna it's basically a week removed at this point look man we took about two weeks to talk about it and then it ended up being terrible. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit longer just to feel like the whole thing wasn't a complete waste of time. But that's it. That's all I got for it. Close the book on it. Let's move into next year where it will be Patriots versus some other NFC team that will not win. Unless you have Nick Foles. Okay. Switching gears to the NBA here. Like I said last week, by the time I post this, Something may have happened, but I'm posting it. I'm talking about it now, and nothing has happened. Anthony Davis still hasn't moved uh, from the Pelicans. It's the last reports that I saw. And granted, they're coming out, you know, every second. And you know it's bad when people are starting to turn on Woj. You know, Adrian Wojnarowski, who is like the god of NBA everything as far as writing and trade deadlines and free agency, like getting all the scoops before everybody else. If you When people are getting around at him, you know it's getting a little crazy. So basically, the last I heard was the Pelicans essentially were telling the Lakers we're not giving him up because they were asking for like just something ridiculous. It was their young stars and like six or eight draft picks, just like the whole house. You know, it's just like if you want – to get Anthony Davis, you have to give us this. We know you're not going to, so you're not going to get him. So the last I heard, the Lakers had pulled out. Well, they didn't pull out. They said, what we have already offered you still stands, but we're not going any crazier than that. Okay, we're just not. So we're going to see what happens. You know, and the, and the funniest thing is when you're waiting for the big news to drop and you get other news right like everybody is wait like has their notifications turned turned on and you and you see Tobias Harris to the Sixers breaking 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 and it's like oh I mean he's been balling but that's not that's not what we're looking for it's like when you are interviewing for a job right and you're checking your email like every single day or if you're me like every hour right and then you get an email from hotels.com you've unlocked our secret prices it's like you know what hotels.com i don't even think there's a reason that that i need to get these emails from you first of all i can never remember my login when it's time to actually use you for a hotel second of all i don't think those deals are any different than if I had logged in besides your little rewards thing. And third, you always say some like weird percentage, right? It's all, it's always a percentage that doesn't do anything. It's like unlock these secret prices now and get 4% off your next hotel. I'm like 4% really? 4% really? That's like $2 off. Maybe. Like get out of here with that, man. But I digress. So we still haven't heard anything from Anthony Davis. We've been hearing 
all these rumors, you know, it still seems like he wants to go to the Lakers. His dad came out and said he would never want him to go to the Celtics because of what they did to Isaiah Thomas. Completely different situation, but hey, it is what it is. But the Celtics don't care. You know, the Celtics like, your dad can say whatever you want. We're still contacting the Pelicans, trying to tell them to wait for the summer so we can get into action and get you some of our young pieces so we can maybe acquire Anthony Davis and try to convince Kyrie to stay. Although I believe the Celtics want Anthony Davis, regardless of whether Kyrie Irving stays or doesn't stay. And I've been saying it for a while, speaking of Kyrie, and this is going to tie into the Kevin Durant thing. I said it about a month or so ago. And I said when the rumblings for KD leaving were getting hot and when the rumblings for Kyrie leaving were getting hot, I'm like, you know what? Kyrie and KD in New York, that's a lot of Ks, right? The Knicks, Kyrie, KD. I think it might happen. I really think it might happen. Now we're hearing... Now we're hearing that KD, his silence is speaking louder than words, right? I guess since Kristaps Porzingis got traded, KD has refused to speak to the media or or something like that. And it's like, I mean, what do we do with that? What do we do with that information? You know, everybody is saying, well, it's lose-lose. If he says something, we're going to interpret it a certain way. And now that he's not saying anything we're interpreting it that way, right? That he doesn't want to tip his hand. And I'm like, look, if you just go out and say, hey, you can ask me all the questions that you want. My answer is going to be the same. I'm focused on this season. I'll deal with free agency when I deal with it. Now, I know, like I just said, and like a lot of people say, If you're a Warriors fan, that sounds like I'm not coming back because the last time he had to resign, it was, I mean, he said it before the season was over and he's like, oh, I want to sign with the the Warriors, blah, 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 blah. Look, man, I already think he's leaving. I think if you're a Warrior fan, just assume he's leaving. And like I said, I'm a Warrior fan myself. Just assume he's leaving and just hope you get the three-peat because you're still way better off than a bunch of teams, you know, This ride has been crazy. This ride has been amazing. All good things come to an end. And if you are going to lose one of them, at least he's kind of leaving the way he came, right? You're You're not losing a Clay or, dare I say, Steph or even a Draymond, even though I know some Warrior fans were ready to kick Draymond to the curb after that drama at the beginning of the year. But look, Maybe he had, maybe he knew something, you know, people are like, there are a lot of reports saying the insiders, right? Whoever the insiders are, are very certain that Kevin Durant is going to the Knicks. And it makes sense to me, you know, if you get the three-peat, I mean, it makes sense. Um, So we'll see what happens there. I just, if you get the three-peat, the argument is why wouldn't you want to win more? And like I said before, I don't they have this weird thing. The Warriors have this weird thing where most of them have the core have one extra ring than KD. So it's hard to try to chase down the Bulls or something, right? Like the Warriors would get there before KD. It would just be kind of weird. Um, I just think that New York is New York as much as they have bad ownership and all those types of things if you can I think KD might look at it as a new challenge right 
Now he's going to need a, a hell of a lot of help, but and I don't and depending on who the Warriors keep and who the Lakers get, this is going to be a crazy league um, in in a couple years here. And that's why when you know what I said last week with everybody complaining about oh the Warriors, we're sick of it when it was Warriors Cavs all the time. It's like look, this is nothing compared to the NFL. Right. Like the NFL, like the Patriots are there like every other year. You know, it's just a it's just an annual thing. Oh, let's cheer against the Patriots. Right. Every single Super Bowl. So I don't want to hear it because now the Warriors might lose Boogie and they might lose KD. Now you're left with obviously that original core from when they won the first one. But depending on where these guys go, the distribution of talent is everywhere right and none of these guys are getting any younger either so it will be very interesting so that parody that people are like is this good for the nba yeah it's good for the nba it was a nice run by the warriors now katie will probably leave um talent will get redistributed and we'll see if the warriors can hold on or if they got to make something else happen you know that's just how it is so we will see how everything shakes out. If I were to guess, I don't think Anthony Davis moves. But what is interesting and something that I heard is if you don't get – and everybody, I'm sure, saw the picture of LeBron sitting like three seats away from the rest of the team. Look, man, they the Pacers were cheering LeBron's going to trade you to Brandon Ingram when he was shooting a free throw when they played. I mean, they are – like everybody is just ruthless. That locker room is destroyed, and if you're – LeBron and like I said you got that groin injury they got blown out by the Pacers if you don't get Anthony Davis which basically solidifies you're doing nothing this year do you sit LeBron for the rest of the season right like LeBron probably would never want to do it but this could be one of the worst seasons of his career you know the way they're going right now um maybe they'll make the playoffs that locker room is just shattered, you know. Do you sit him, let him rest up for the most time he's ever been able to rest up in his life? You will get someone. I don't know if it'll be Anthony Davis. I'm not even going to put Clay Thompson into the universe. You will get someone, right? So do you sit him? Do you sit him and do you let him rest up for the most time he's ever been able to in his career and just come back next year with a vengeance. You know, there's these rumblings of Katie leaving. Warriors are going to be weaker. We're going to have somebody and we're going to come and we're going to be up in there. You know what I mean? So that will be, I heard that and I was like, I, that makes a lot of sense to me because why play him? You know, I mean, obviously if you're a season ticket holder, you're like, what the hell is this? But also if you're a season ticket holder, it's like, well, do I really care about them getting the seven seed or the eight seed at best, at best, you know? And like I said, I said it before and I'll say it again. That groin ain't nothing to play with. He looked, he didn't look bad against the Pacers, but is it worth it? That's the question, you know? So we'll have to wait and see on that. Next. So this is a place that I reviewed a while back one of my very early shows, um, and we've gone there multiple times since Calavera in Oakland. 
So since going numerous times, I have a favorite dish. You know, it's like marinated pork that comes with beans and rice, and then they they do the handmade tortillas. So it's very good. It's got like a citrus salsa. It's very good. I get it every time. So, you know, it's payday Friday. We're like, you know what? Let's splurge. Let's go out. And we go out and you, I get the dish and there's just something off, you know, like it just doesn't taste the same. And we typically go on Sunday when it's not as crowded, you know, like the beginning of dinner. We went on a Friday night, so it was packed and there was just something off. And it was one of those things that you can't describe and, you know, you don't want to sound like all oh, hoity-toity or whatever. But I was like, is there something wrong with this? And then... My girlfriend tasted it. It's just, it just doesn't taste the same. Could not put our finger on it. And when I just had to say something, because this is a $22 dish. You know, this is not like a burger that doesn't taste the same way, you know, at like in and out You know, this 22 bucks, and I just had to tell the waiter, I'm like, you know, I can't put my finger on it. It just doesn't taste the same. And I'm wondering, like, does that ever happen to you where you can't describe it? But it's like, I've had this multiple times. I'm not drunk. It, it, I'm telling you, it doesn't taste the same. Couldn't describe it. I, I didn't know if it, maybe the tortillas weren't pressed long enough. You know, they looked a little lighter. And I felt like such a dweeb saying this or, you know, like one of just one of those people that's just like, excuse me, this is not how I get it. But I think that if you do it in a certain way, and I believe I did it in that way to just explain, you know, this just doesn't taste the same. It just doesn't taste the same. Uh, the waiter was very understanding. We were actually sitting at like a tabletop at the bar, so we had multiple waiters. They were all understanding. Went back. They claimed that they told the chef, and they gave us like 5%, 10% off. So that was really nice of them. So, again, kudos to you for handling that in a very good way, Calavera. I could have seen that going a bunch of different ways. I didn't really expect a discount because again, you know, it's not like, oh, there's a fly in my dish, you know, or something like that. It was just like, you know what? Something is just off. I don't know if the meat wasn't marinated long enough. You're rushing because it was crowded. Everything kind of looked the same, but something was just off. But kudos to Calavera. And if anybody has ever been in that situation, I would hope that they handled it the same way Calavera did because that was top notch. So shout out. Um, I can't remember what I originally gave you for the first review, I think it was actually a little lower because you had a hostess that told us we couldn't get a table outside and then somebody went outside like 10 minutes later. So I docked you for that. Whatever points I docked you for that on, you get those points back. Shout out to you for being better. That's what we all need to do. Get better every single day. Okay. So along after on that same Friday, we decided to check out a bar called Alamar. So Alamar in Oakland, uh, I really do want to go there for the food, but we had just uh, ate, obviously, and wanted to, you know, grab some drinks, get a little buzz and go home. So we hit Alamar and Alamar is one of those places that you just can't ever tell when it's going to be open or not. Like they have hours, but they'll just change their mind. You know, they'll just change their mind. Like one time I saw they had a bartender that used to bartend at uh, a bar near the old apartment. And I and I saw him, I waved, you know, through the glass. He came out, said, what's up to me? He's like, you know, big day party tomorrow, big day party, like come through. 
didn't actually plan. We both kind of lied to each other, right? Because I not that I lied. I did plan on going, but that's the weekend I ended up going to that free Raider game. So we had to pass there anyway for to get to BART. I passed by there. It was closed. It was closed. You know, like they just do whatever they want. So I finally was like, okay, I think we're going to catch them on a good Friday. You know, it's more of a happy hour bar, I guess. You don't sit there, get hammered. And we show up and, you know, the bar area is fairly small and it's all crowded. So uh, my girl's like, oh, I'm going to actually get the drinks. You got dinner. I'm like, oh, okay. They got some boiler makers, you know, shot, shot beer combos. So I'm all about it. I'm like, here we go. Um. Oh, quick note about Calavera. Got to jump back. Speaking of beer shot combos, so I get the quote unquote beer shot combo at Calavera. The tequila shot, and look, I know this is a, a nicer place. The tequila shot was barely a shot, and they gave no lime and salt. I don't know if like maybe when it's that good a tequila, you're not supposed to. But it's kind of my fault because the beer is like this German beer, right? So I can't really read. And I just see beer and I'm like, all right, cool. Beer shot combo. Let's do it. 13 bucks. I get it. The shot is a little short in my opinion. And the beer was actually like a shandy. So it tasted, it was mixed with grapefruit juice and beer. I look at the back. It was 3.4% alcohol. So Basically, the value in my girl getting a 7% beer for $7 was better than me getting a quote-unquote beer shot combo for $13, okay? So I'm not, look, still thank you, Calavera. That's my fault for not looking up what type of beer it was. You did cash me with a quick one, though. I'm not going to dock you those points that I just gave you for hooking us up with the 10% off, but... I'm going to take off like half points because that ain't a beer shot combo. That's a shandy and a shot, right? Um, But again, my fault. Now back to Alomar. Alomar, same idea. Now they have legit beer shot combos. The bar is just like super um, narrow, you know, because most of the area is is for food. Couldn't get a spot at the bar. Bartenders took a little bit to get to us. And, you know, people had attitudes. Like Alomar is one of the places where people just set up shop at happy hour and probably haven't been drinking that much, but they've also been there for five hours and they get apps and stuff. Like my girl almost got into like a scuffle with some girl who didn't want to move her stuff over to just let her get a drink. Like it doesn't have that bar atmosphere at all. Um, But the bartenders were nice. Once we finally got their attention, decent deals, you know, a good assortment of, Beers, whether they're in bottles, cans, on draft, and also shot selection. Good music, really good music, which I know I was actually joking when we were there because it's like, look, at this point with streaming and Spotify, if you don't have good music, you're like choosing to not have good music. You know, like you're like one of those, uh, you want to be one of those obscure bars that plays like Beethoven or something like that. Like if you don't have good music, it's just because you want to be different. But with that being said, they did have good music. So good for them. Um, I'm going to give them about a seven and a half. This is pre eating their food. Uh, But, you know, seven, seven and a half. You go there to have a drink and then party somewhere else. You don't necessarily go there to get hammered. But still, shout out, you know, good Oakland spot. It is what it is. All right. So. Next thing I need to talk about is my favorite show, as I've been talking about, Temptation Island. And here's a little recap of Temptation Island. Comes on on Tuesdays on USA at 10 p.m. 
it's getting dicey, man. And this is what I talked about. You know, early on, the couples, you know, separately, they were kind of not sure of what to do or blah, 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 blah. Now, after they're seeing their significant others spice it up, they're getting spicy too. But the clips just continue to not give them any context. And they're just perfect. You know, I talked about it last time. Like, you know, they'll see a clip and it's just like, yeah, I mean, you could rock my world. You're the only guy that could rock my world. And then it cuts. And the boyfriend is sitting there like, what the hell? Now, granted, there's no real good context for that. Like, if your girl says that to any other guy, you in trouble. Like, you in big trouble. But especially not having context, it's just brutal. It's, like, so cringy to watch, but you can't stop. Like, I feel like there's good cringy and bad cringy, right? Like, um, Impractical Jokers, I don't know if anybody's ever watched that show. That's, like, bad cringy to me. Like, I cannot watch that show. Essentially, they are a, a, a bunch of friends or, like, three or four friends that take hidden cameras and make their other friends do really cringeworthy stuff to strangers. And I think it's like for money or something like that. But I, I can't even watch that because it's so hard to watch some of the interactions sometimes. But this is good cringy, this show, uh, Temptation Island. So on this last episode, you find out at the very end, they're going to you know look at each other's clips from their dates. You find at the very end that one of the girls made a pact with the with her boyfriend that it was okay to kiss and we didn't know that when we saw him kiss um some girl earlier in the night and then you find out and she's like but i'm wishing i could take that back now but it's like hey you can't take it back you know so of course the show ends with her saying oh i want to watch it with the group and then it's just this dude just tonguing down um this new girl and she's just the girlfriend is just bawling and you're just like yo like this is wild and you can just see all the other girls like whatever i'm about to see just probably won't be as bad as that you know um and it's just a great show it's just continuing to get better the scenes for what is coming up i think they're going to continue to just play the clips off of one another and everyone is just going to take it that step further and further and further. It could be, this could have been a really bad movie, right? That I would have enjoyed and probably would have been on lifetime or something like that. Instead, it's a really good, but bad show. And I get to watch it every single week, but I'm sure just like everything else. And yes, this is my gripe. I'm sure like everything else, nobody will care about it until it's on Netflix because that's how everything is now, all right? Um, that'll have to be another Grind My Gears episode coming shortly because it is grinding my gears a little bit <laughs> uh, that nobody cares unless it's on a streaming platform. Like, just because it's on cable, it doesn't make it bad. It just doesn't make it bad, okay? Jeez. All right, as promised to end this week's episode of The Styles Files, we have the second edition of everybody's favorite new segment, The Tinder Tales. And on this week's Tinder Tales, we have friend and coworker Megan, who is single, obviously. Um, that would be and, a much better segment if I wasn't single. Yeah, 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 yeah. Surprise! <laughs> Um, that's on, yeah, that's Tinder Tales After Dark. Um, so I'm sure Megan has a bunch of stories, but because we have time constraints and we have actual jobs, we're going to stick to one. 
Uh, so, Megan, what is your Tinder tale for the good people of the Styles Files? All right. So, I am uh, freshly single and on all of the apps. Hit me up on uh, Bumble, Hinge, and Tinder. Whoa. Um, aggressive. <laughs> but um, I have a policy since the last time I was on Tinder, which was roughly two years ago, that I swipe right on anyone I know just on account of, like, you know, you never know when it's going to happen. Um, so are like all your friends like secretly, you're like, hey, if you're down. I mean, I'm hunting them out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was this. But then you can asshole. hide behind like, hey, we're friends. I'm just messing around. Yeah, exactly. Like. It's very low stakes. <laughs> I did swipe. This isn't the story, but I did swipe right on this guy that I worked with way back in the day. Right. Not here. And I swiped right, like certain that we were going to match. We did not match. Oh, no. Maybe it never came up <laughs> on his, right? Maybe, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how these the things work. Is, yeah. but you know, it's maybe similar to Facebook. A lot, I don't get a lot of likes sometimes. And I'm like, oh, what's going on yeah, here? It's not, definitely not because I'm ignoring the post. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I was on Tinder, and apparently, something that Tinder does now is they have daily top picks for you. Whoa, wait. Is, wait, hold up. Hold yeah. up. Daily top picks? Yeah, listener, I am now pulling up Tinder on my phone and showing it this to like, Alex. This is like Facebook. FanDuel, exactly. like, like your lineup for today. Exactly, yes. And so I swiped through them. I was staying at like an Airbnb, not at my usual house. So I was like, let's see what the men of Noi Valley are doing. Okay. And so I open up my app, go to Tinder's top picks, and I look at this man. Um, I'll give him a fake name, I guess. Should I give him a yeah, fake name? Yeah, definitely give him a fake name. All right, name. fake man's name is uh, James. And there's this man named James. I'm like, wow, that guy looks familiar. And I screenshot him um, because he, everyone, is um, friend of the show Eli's. Yes. One of his apparent best friends and landlord. Whoa. <laughs> and so, and his bio, not to call him out, but I don't know that he's going to listen to the show, <laughs> is um, Strong Coffee and Fast Cars. Whoa, and I yeah, would, man. <laughs> I would not have swept right on a man whose bio was Strong <laughs> Coffee and Fast Cars unless I knew him. And so I took a screenshot and I sent it to Eli and asked if it was his friend and landlord. And he said, yes. Well, he said <laughs> to, to give the full extent of the message, he said, LOL, yes. A man of many words. <laughs> And um, and then I waited for James to message me, and then he did not. Do you think that would have been a conflict of interest? I mean, you work with Eli. I, I do. And that's his landlord and best friend, yes. which is a whole separate different <laughs> conflict of interest. Like, this could have been one of the best Lifetime movies ever. Like, ever. Yeah, if he just messaged me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I could have messaged him, but I felt like the first thing I would have messaged him would be, hey, you're Eli's friend, right? And then I don't know that that yeah, was Yeah, and then he's like, like it, you know that they probably talked about it. I don't know that they talked. <laughs> Again, Eli is a man of few words. That's so true. I don't that's know true. We got Eli sure, to talk the most on this show that's in honest, one like, that's day. That's the most I've ever heard him speak <laughs> in one sitting. I was yeah. like, wow, I usually get wow. three to four word answers. Yeah. But yeah, that's one of my tender tales. Wow, so it's actually... To be continued, right? I mean, how Maybe long ago was now. it? Maybe I'll. Uh... I don't know that you should. I think you should just keep it chill. <laughs> you um... know what, Alan? Maybe I'll message him right now, and you can tell me what. I also double as like a relationship expert, but and I don't really yes. think. Uh, I don't really think that's the move here. You don't. Okay. <laughs> So I should just let it go. I should let. Yeah, maybe is, you know what is probably the love of my life. Just yeah, maybe look, maybe I'll talk to Eli and say, hey, um, 
you know, this is there's a situation I don't really know. Like, I'll just start. Hey, I heard your best friend's your landlord. How's that going? I'll have him back on the show. Why don't we have both of you on the show and the landlord and just hash all of this out? I think that's a great idea. And we'll get cameras in here. We'll record it. We'll pitch it to Lifetime, right? And then nobody will watch it (laughs) until it's on Netflix, and then everybody will watch it because it's now on Netflix. If you think Yes, if you think I'm not salty about the fact that nobody wanted to watch you until it was on Netflix, even though I told everybody when it was on Lifetime, I'm not salty at all. Listeners of The Styles Files, uh, as background, Alvin and I used to sit next to each other in the office, and he's given me many recommendations of things to watch, none of which I listen to because (laughs) Alan is wonderful, but he does not always give great recommendations. The man loves Khalid, as I'm sure you know as a listener. And and if you don't love Khalid, you shouldn't be listening to the podcast anyway. (laughs) Well, I guess that's my ego. Come on. It's a winner. All right. Thank you, Megan, for sharing that. Awkward yet entertaining story. That's that's my middle name. Yeah. Awkward yet entertaining. Go ahead and get back to work. I Those did. banners aren't going to program themselves. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If it's your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. If you've been listening, as always, thank you for being a day one. Thank you to Megan for stopping by and giving us her Tinder tales for the week. If you have any Tinder tales that you want to share, comment, DM me, tweet at me at the underscore styles files styles with an i it's the same on instagram and twitter and until next time have a great weekend y'all if you're cold try to stay warm if it's raining try to stay dry and until next time be safe be well be wise peace